everybody, it's Al Kendall, and welcome to another edition of Album Sides, where I put together a collection of songs that are connected in some way, and would make up a terrific side of a vinyl record if anybody had ever been cool enough to put them together and release it as such. Won't you please let me be your KTEL man? Today, on our podcast, we are putting together another Six Degrees of Rock and Roll. Now, the other day we did a Facebook Live event, and I invite you to visit our Facebook page at Al Kendall's Album Sides. And look up uh, our little live broadcast involving Kiss and Ted Nugent. It was a great discussion from a concert tour that they did from 1988. And it led me to a little Six Degrees of Rock and Roll because the concert happened on January 18th. But Paul Stanley's birthday is on January 20th. And it just so happens to also be the birthday of Tracy Guns from L.A. Guns. And also the man who put the guns in Guns N' Roses. So I decided to do a Six Degrees of Rock and Roll on the show, and I'm just repeating it for you here. Uh, So it probably won't be a very long episode. We'll see how it goes. uh, So so with Kiss, and again, you know, if you don't know, I put together a playlist on Spotify and and YouTube and things that that will accompany our podcast so you can go back and listen to the songs and check it out. So the Kiss song that we chose is Exciter off the Lick It Up album. Not my favorite Kiss album. But it is up there. Honestly, I, that might be top five for me. Um, but Exciter, not my favorite song in the album. Great song. However, the guitar on that song is ripping. Great stuff. And of course, you all know that Vinnie Vincent is a great guitarist. However, it's not him playing lead. It's actually a guy named Rick Derringer. That's right. Rock and roll, hoochie coo. Somebody say, keep on rocking, Derringer actually plays the lead on that song and listen to it, especially the ending man that is just nice nice stuff so uh, so we're going to put that on the playlist start off with that but that gives us a springboard to go from kiss again playing you know paul stanley playing with rick derringer derringer also had a band in the mid 70s called derringer pretty creative right the bass player was kenny aronson one of my favorite itinerant uh bass players who was with joan jett and billy idol and billy squire uh, great showman great uh great musician actually he was also spent some time with the new york dolls and of course we just lost sil sylvain the other day so uh thinking about him on this day as well but uh the drummer in derringer was Vinny apice now, uh, I just recorded an, an episode about his brother, Carmine Peace, and that's right, they pronounce their names differently. Uh, I believe it's Apice, but Carmine, being the first famous one, uh, decided to go with the easier to pronounce uh, piece, but uh, now everybody's confused and nobody knows what to say. But I'm sure he answers to both. Uh, but Vinny uh, also played drums. He's about 11 years, I believe, younger than Carmine and wanted to be like his big brother. And... Uh, and he was still living at home, he was a teenager, I believe, when his mom got a call from Rick Derringer wanting, uh, needing a drummer and looking for Vinny. And she said, oh, no, honey, I, I think you you need, you mean Carmine. He's, he's the drummer. He said, no, I'm pretty sure I mean Vinny. Because, uh, you know, Rick was looking for, you know, he wasn't looking for a big name to start a band with or whatever. Yeah, so he got Vinny, and uh, they did a couple of great albums together. But I'm going to put the live version of Rock and Roll Hoochie Coo on here just because, you know, we all know it. But it does have uh, Vinny playing drums, and it's, and it's a very good version as well. So, uh, so Paul Stanley played with Rick Derringer. Rick Derringer played with Vinny Apice. And as you probably know, Vinny went on to be in Black Sabbath during the Dio years. 
And when Dio ended his time with Sabbath, he took Vinny with him to start his own band, Dio. <laughs> Ronnie James Dio. I'm, I just realized I hadn't used his first name at all. But, but again, like Rick Derringer, he had a band just called his last name, Dio. But it was very much a band uh, that Vinny was a part of, along with guitarist Vivian Campbell. Vivian, uh, of course, went on to play with... Uh, White Snake, and actually, I thought that was going to be the trail I was going to follow on the six degrees of rock and roll, uh, because I mean everybody played with White Snake, right? So I'm thinking John Sykes and blah blah blah, you know, and all this stuff. And uh, but it actually it, it became easier for me to use Vivian's next band, which was Def Leppard. Now, unfortunately, Vivian wasn't really in the band during any of their cool songs. I mean, like I loved the High and Dry album and and Pyromania, um, but by the time Vivian got in. You know, I don't really, I'm not that familiar with, with more recent Def Leppard stuff. I probably need to check some of it out. However, they did do an album of all covers, and one of the covers was one of my favorite rock and roll songs of all time. Actually, it is the greatest rock and roll song of all time, Stay With Me by The Faces. Um, now, you can never top Rod Stewart's version and, and with with Kenny Jones on drums, and it just, you know, you're not going to top it. But the coolest thing about the Def Leppard version is... It's Phil Collin, the guitarist, singing. Okay? You following me? Here we go. Paul Stanley to Rick Derringer. That's one. Rick Derringer to Vinny Apice, or Apice, Sorry, <laughs> That's two. Uh, Vinny to Vivian. That's three. Vivian to Phil Collin. That's four. Phil Collin's first band or early band before he got in Def Leppard was a group called Girl. Girl was kind of a glam rock thing from the late 70s who had done a cover of Kiss's Do You Love Me with their singer, Philip Lewis. Now, this story goes, and Philip did a, an interview, and, and he tells the story in here. They had done, like I said, Do You Love Me on one of their albums. They got picked up to open for Kiss uh, for a few dates in England. And... They knew that Kiss didn't have Do You Love Me in their set list, so they decided, we don't have a lot of songs, we're going to go ahead and do it. Well, that was a mistake. So as soon as they came off stage off the, uh, on that first night, uh, the security guy comes up to, to Philip and, and says, Gene wants to talk to you right away. And he calls him into his dressing room, and he's, uh, he's, he's looking at him, and he says, uh, um, this is very bad, Philip. This cannot happen again. Our songs are like our children, Philip. And basically telling him not to do Do You Love Me the next night. Philip's like, well, you know what? We're still going to do it. And so they do. And they get kicked off the tour. So, but they did get to open a couple of song, shows for, for Kiss anyway. So there's another tie-in with Kiss. However, Philip Lewis then, the singer, went on to front L.A. Guns with Tracy Guns. So there's your six degrees of rock and roll between Paul Stanley and L.A. Guns's Tracy Guns, uh, which was a great band. Uh, oh, and so also, uh, did I even tell you what songs? Yeah, we're going to do Do You Love Me, and then we're going to play some kind of L.A. Guns song. I don't want to do Ballad of Jane. I'll put it on as an extra bonus track on the cassette 
edition of Album Sides. However, I'm going to play Electric Gypsy because that's just the best song on the first album. All right, so there's your six degrees of rock and roll. I'm Al Kendall. Thank you for joining me once again on Album Sides. I know it was a shorty and a quickie, but I think it was a goodie. Uh, so sorry I said that now. Until next time, keep it in the groove. So-